Welcome to probably the most low-budget podcast you've ever heard. I'm Bria Delaney. We're going to have some good times with bad friends. Every segment, we fucking wing it. So grab a beer, tune the fuck in, or get the fuck out. This is Talk Shit Get Lit. I'm Bria, your whimsical host. And I'm Emma. If you don't chew big red, then fuck you. (laughs) You didn't even think that was funny? You didn't even laugh? No, I take this job really fucking seriously, Bria. Do you think we'd make an income like we do right now if I didn't take my job seriously? This is our livelihood. Okay, for those of you out there who actually think we make money from this, which I'm sure most of you (laughs) don't... (laughs) We absolutely make no money from this. So please go to our GoFundMe website. And please give us money because I pay for everything to have this. Please! Please! (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Anyways, thanks guys for checking back in. This is... The first time that we've actually recorded since our two-week hiatus. Can you spell hiatus backwards? Uh, S-U-T-A-I-H. Wrong. Really? Let's move on. Was that wrong? I I don't know. Oh my God, please someone let me know if that was wrong. (laughs) But anyways, we went on a two-week hiatus. That two-week hiatus definitely hurt my feelings more than it hurt any of yours. But what did make me a little bit happy is even though I was bumming out about it, a few people reached out and were like, oh my God, Sundays are so weird without listening. Oh my God, what am I supposed to listen to on Mondays? Ah, I miss listening. Even my mom called me and was like, "Um, this is like really weird. I don't know what I do when I wake up now. I'm like, people actually care? Wow. So I do apologize for that hiatus, but we're so glad to be back. And the segment we put out last week, How You Met Your Significant Other, Hard Eyes for Days, turned out really good and we got a lot of good feedback. So thanks for listening to that one. Yeah, thanks. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. (laughs) I enjoyed it too. I enjoyed it too a lot. So it is segment 10, which is crazy. We have 10 segments. Oh my God. Also, we are going to announce our giveaway winner. Yeah, we are. (laughs) I can't even believe people actually participated in this because we just like made a joke about it and it became a thing. So to everyone out there who actually did it, thank you for participating. More people did it than I thought. So that was cool. Also, we do have a listener named Taylor who actually was interviewed for an article and they asked her about any of her favorite books or podcasts. And she listed Good Times Bad Friends in an article, which is like so cool. So thanks for doing that, Taylor. I felt pretty fucking cool when I read that. So we appreciate it. God, you feel good about yourself. (sighs) Can I list the winner? Yes. But before we get into it, do you want to announce what the winner of this giveaway, what they win? You win a glow-in-the-dark Xbox-themed condom, one can of beer, any of your preference, as long as it's not above the price of $5.79, and a $5 Starbucks gift card. Woo! And out of the 57 participants <laughs> that submitted their... <laughs> what? No, keep going. Anyways, the winner is... Drum roll, please. 
bitch. It's you, Bailey Dane. Get it, Bailey Dane. You win. Congratulations. And for all of you out there, we actually did choose that name out of a hat. So don't come after me thinking that we choose them favorites, bitch. All right. Congratulations, Bailey. We will be honest. We don't have any of those things right now. So I got to go find that Xbox condom on Amazon. But you bet your fucking ass you're going to be getting a condom from us. So thanks again for listening. Thanks again for participating and for everyone who did. Awesome. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thank you. Uh, We'd give more away, but we don't have much to our names we're actually um living in our car right now and doing this out of our trunk no we're at the public library so if we have public library cards then you should too <laughs> anyways um near-death experiences yeah so we're gonna talk about near-death experiences you know when i first thought of this topic i was like god this is gonna be really cool we're gonna have some people reaching out telling us about how they almost died but they did it but then i realized like wait a near-death experience can be so many things. Are you high right now? No. I'm delirious and I had diarrhea today. Ew. <laughs> but yeah, so keep an open mind. I haven't even read these again because I kind of like us both having the shock factor. But yeah, so we're going to do some near-death experiences. Definitely not going to do seven stories this time. That was fun, but we are going to keep it to three again. Tell our own. And then I've got something for the end. And you're really going to regret if you didn't send us a fucking story. Oh, my God. So send in your stories this time. Because we had 67 entries, but we need 82. (laughs) Idiot. Well, Emma, maybe we'd get some more submissions if you posted about them, too. I did post about them, and I got one snarky-ass response that you added to. Anyway. Shut up. All right, we are going to start with someone named Tyler. He has been supporting us since the beginning, sharing our posts since before we even had been posting any of our segments when I was just heckling people. He kept sharing my page, my trailer. Like, Tyler is one of our number one fans. So, this one is from Tyler. So, I used to be a residential electrician. While I was an apprentice, I nearly died. My boss was teaching me how to put breakers into a panel. It looks super easy. He told me to always make sure the main breaker was off. Well, me being young and dumb, I just went putting in the breakers on a new job site. Uh. (laughs) I forgot to turn off the main breakers. Oh, shit. My hand slipped and touched the bus bar, where you snap the breakers on and off so they have power. I don't remember it actually happening. I woke up on my back with my boss literally in tears over me, thinking I was dying. Oh my gosh. He said I had been out for about five minutes, and he had called an ambulance. Luckily, I escaped with a nasty burn and some bruises from where I fell down. Bruh. Oh my god. That's fucking terrifying. When you see videos on Facebook of people getting electrocuted. Yeah, that's some real shit. That is some real shit. Did you see that video of that? Like, there was one where there was a kid with a broomstick, and there was another one with a monkey. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. Broomstick? How? That one was a vine, and it was really funny, but obviously this isn't funny. Well, being electrocuted would be really fucking terrifying. So, Tyler, I'm glad you're alive. (laughs) (laughs) That there is, like, a legit near-death experience. So, thank you for sharing that. So we're going to go to the next one. Um, This one needs to remain anonymous. (laughs) (laughs) They asked to remain anonymous in a near-death experience. I can't wait to hear it. Let's call him David. David? Are you sure? Yeah. All right. All right. Let's do David. Okay. This one's from David. He said, keep this shit forever private or I'll disown you. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. I do not exist. 
When I was 16, I was banging my married boss, and we were doing it in the closed room (laughs) at our office. (laughs) What? (laughs) This is definitely a change in, like, Oh, my God. While in mid-stride, her husband starts banging on the front door. Oh, my. Oh, my God. She gets dressed real quick and goes and checks the situation. She invites him in, and they start fighting. They start yelling at each other, and it sounds like it's starting to get physical. What? He walks towards the closed room I'm hiding in naked. Asks why the door is shut. I'm naked, covered in this man's wife's juices, shaking with fear. Again, I'll remind you, I'm 16. He's 29, 6'6", 280. He begins opening the door, and somehow, by the grace of God, she holds him off. The door is literally open to a 90-degree angle, and I'm hiding behind it. She convinces him to leave. I'm literally shaking to the point I have become numb. A few minutes later, she came back into the room, and I proceeded to wreck her doggy and blew a crazy (laughs) built-up load on her lower back. Oh, my God. Oh, is there more? I'd love to say the lesson was learned, but unfortunately, the only lesson learned was, one, finish quicker. Two, find better rooms with better hiding spots. And finally, always make sure when committing adultery that it's hashtag worth it. Wow. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) You hadn't read that? You did you? Oh, my God. I skimmed that one. I don't remember him saying, like, I finished her doggy as soon as her fucking husband left the room. David, what the fuck? Okay, first of all, <laughs> that's his near death experience. What the fuck? That's fucking great. Oh my god. So I wrote back. I said, Oh my god, lol. Can I please use this with an anonymous name? <laughs> he goes, Dad, dude, if I wasn't 10 Millers in, I wouldn't have shared. <laughs> oh my god. I said, ha ha ha, feeling so blessed right now. He was like, I have a ton of awful stories. Just got to keep my name out. I'll help you out though, bruh. Thank you, David, (laughs) for sharing that. That was really funny. Holy fuck, that was funny. (laughs) All right. Um, You know what? I'm going to do one more. Let's see. And it's going to be from my BFF. Which is? Nick. Nick. All right, so growing up in rural Oregon, working on ranches and breaking horses, I've broken a lot of bones, upwards of 20-something. I don't know, but very few have been from horses or other farm-related work. When I was 18, I was done with all that and living in Portland. Me and my friend Jake decided to visit our friend Corey in Corvallis. We buy him a fifth of Fireball and head down there. We get there and Corey has us meet him at Fred Meyer's in the parking lot. And when we roll up, he's walking down the road. I hand him the fifth and he says, I'll take a few pulls, but I'm pretty tossed. He was. He was slurring. Took us an hour for him to walk us back to the party. After walking into the wrong house, we showed up. It's pretty small. The host starts complaining about his neighbor's chickens always getting into his yard. Corey says, we can fix that. Grabs the fireball that I've been pulling from, takes another one, jumps into the tree, jumps over the fence, starts chasing the chickens around, ends up falling into a fire brick pit, and takes out a 10-foot wooden fence. Oh my god. We decide to leave, and Corey can't find his way home. Mind you, I was three pulls short of finishing a fifth, and Corey had taken those. I finished the fifth. A fireball. This might have been my lowest point. (laughs) We're throwing bottles at signs, jumping from one parked car to the next, and Corey remembers that he lives along the railroad tracks. 
So we're walking down the railroad tracks and I decide I don't want to be that drunk idiot that gets hit by a train. Nick. I know. No. Too soon. You can't talk about trains. (laughs) R.I.P. Alimony Allen. All right. We're going to keep going. So... I walked to the side. When I decided to do this, we were on a bridge. I fell hard. Turning to grab the edge, I cut open my whole left arm, passed out midair. When I came to, Corey and Jake were running down the banks. I thought that I wasn't out long since they were already almost there. I was wrong. I fell down a two-story ravine. It took them a while to get there. They grab each arm, start holding me up. I'm sure I just twisted my ankle. Once we get across, I walk two miles trying to find his house. A guy sees my ankle and pays for a taxi because of how bad it looked. I pass out on his couch. When I wake up, the booze is worn off and I can feel everything. I drive two hours back home, decide to go to the hospital. Well, I had fractured my shin in two spots, shattered my tibia, and needed three pins. Oh my god. My friend went back to where I fell and sent pictures. I was lucky that it was just a broken leg. I spent all summer doing the same shit with the boot on. (laughs) Dude. That's dangerous. Yeah, you are lucky that you only broke your leg. Yes. Dude, he was just mentioning his pins when we were in Portland. I never fucking realized that that's what it was from. Damn, shit. Yeah, shit, damn. Awesome. Thanks, Nick, for sharing that. So, thank you. Those were (laughs) good submissions. All right, so you want to share your accident? You want to share your accident? Share your accident. Okay, I'll share mine if you share yours. Go! Anyway, I was living in Tucson. I was just driving to the bank and I was going down, I forgot what road it was, but I was going like 45, which was the speed limit, and... There were no stoplights, no nothing, but I noticed a car start to pull out from a little side road, and I mean, they were barely starting to pull out, so I didn't think anything of it. I just kept going because it's not like I had a stop or a stoplight or anything. They were a good amount of ways for me to where I felt comfortable that I would pass them, even though they were pulling out a little bit far. So I just kept going, but I didn't notice that like two seconds before I was about to pass them, they actually really started pulling out, and by then it was too late. So I noticed him pull out, but I thought... I was barely going to get away by, like, the skin of my teeth. But, yeah, like, once I had actually, like, the last second to pass him, I felt him clip the back corner of my car. So, he clipped it when I was going really fast. So, my car... How do I explain this? So, when he clipped the back of my car going 45, my car slid and was going sideways for two seconds and then turned over and started to flip. So, I flipped a couple times and then just ended up upside down in my car with all the windows broken. With glass in your eyes. Yeah, I had glass in my eyes. Hanging from her seatbelt. So, which she ended up being okay. Person got away, right? Is it hit and run? Yeah, yeah. So when the cops came in, they got me out because I had no idea. I thought, you know, well, this individual, I don't know why. I, I just, being a human, I expected them to stop knowing. They could not have known that they didn't clip my car. or There's they no fucking to, way. There's no fucking way. So, yeah, the only reason I didn't want to take off my seatbelt because I was hanging upside down, so the only reason I didn't want to take off my seatbelt was because there was a pool of glass in my car, and I 
if I would have taken it off, I was afraid that I just would have like nosedived into all the glass and it would have been in my face instead of in just my eyes. So I waited for the cops to get there, clip me out. And when they took me out, I was like, where's the guy? And they're like, oh, um, he didn't stop. So I was like, are you serious? And they continued to question me. But it was like, you know, I saw this white car who was pulling out a little bit ahead and didn't think anything of it. So I kept going. I didn't think to look at the driver or anything because I didn't fucking think he was going to like pull out right when I was passing him. Right. So I got no description. All I got was it was a white car and they proceeded to tell me, do you know how many white cars are in Tucson, Arizona? Basically saying we're never going to find him. We should just leave it at this. Car was totaled. I had a concussion, a bruise from my seatbelt and I had glass in my eye, but I got that out at home. I didn't go to the hospital. So I was good. Scary shit. I was in a similar situation. Some people know, but last year, my grandmother passed away. It was about, I don't know, God, eight months ago or something now. But at the time, it was a really sudden thing and was in a coma. So I rushed down there, went on bereavement at work, had five days off, got down there Tuesday night, went straight home. And then Wednesday morning, got up with the family went to the hospital and said goodbye because they were taking her off life support. And I was the one kind of holding myself together because no one else was really put together, really being my mom and my grandpa and everything. So, you know, everyone's upset in the parking lot. And I had offered to drive people home. Everyone's like, no, no, it's okay. We'll ride with this person. We'll ride with that person. I was like, okay, like holding myself together, even though I was like, you know, very much a mess as well, but I didn't cry around anyone. Like I was trying to be the strong one for everyone. So no one decided to drive with me. And I was like, okay. So I get in the car, driving back home from the hospital, which is about, it was in Prescott, Arizona, about 20 minutes on the way home. I decide to stop my favorite coffee shop, grab a coffee. I'm on the phone with my best friend. Nick, (laughs) I just read a story and we were just catching up and I had Bluetooth in my Prius, but I was just talking to him like on my phone. I left the coffee shop and less than five minutes later, I pull up to this red light. It had just turned red. I was the first one in line, had the phone up to my ear, and right as I pulled up to the line, I looked into my rearview mirror and I just saw the grill of this big white truck just going so fast. And I didn't even have time to say anything about it. I think I just like held my breath. But in that moment, I was just like, there is no way I'm going to fucking survive this. Like, it wasn't even like a my life flashed before my eyes. It was just like a there's no fucking way. Because I don't know if you guys know, I had a Prius C, which is like the small Prius. This was like a huge lifted white fucking pickup truck. Like the only thing I saw was the grill. Like the speed limit was 45. He was going 65. I was at a complete stop. I just really didn't think I was going to make it. So, you know, half a second later, he slams into me. My phone goes flying. Everything in my car goes flying. There's coffee everywhere. I bash my head on the back of the seat so hard that it knocks me out. He pushes me through this massive intersection and then 200 feet past it. And I wake up and I can't see very well because you know, I'm waking up from a fucking concussion and I'm coasting into oncoming traffic 200 feet past the intersection. And the first thing I thought of was like, oh, fuck. So turn my wheel. I'm covered in coffee. I'm dizzy. And I pull my emergency brake. There's not even a center lane. So I'm just like in the middle of the road. And I was just like, oh, my God, I'm alive. (laughs) Thank God. And I couldn't even think about the fact that I had a massive headache or the fact that I wanted to fall asleep so bad and wanted to throw up at the same time. All I could think about was my mom. Because, like, my family was going through, like, the most 
horrible, like, heartbreaking thing, and this happened at the worst fucking time, I couldn't even think about the fact that, like, if I fell asleep, I could maybe die. (laughs) So I was just like, I gotta go home. I gotta, my mom would literally have a heart attack if she knew something happened to me. So I'm looking for my phone. I can't find it. It went fucking flying. And then my Bluetooth starts ringing, and it's Nick. And he was like, hey, sorry, the call dropped. And I'm like, Listen, I just got in a bad accident. I'm at this intersection and this intersection. Just call my mom, but make sure the first thing you say is that I'm okay. And he was like, oh my God, can you call the police? And I was like, no. So I hung up on him because I was trying to stay awake. Can't get out of the car. And I'm like waving at people driving by and people are looking at me and they're not fucking stopping. Like I couldn't even get out of the car. I would have fallen. Like I was so dizzy. And then all of a sudden this young blonde girl wearing scrubs, looks like she just got off from work, runs up and just starts banging on my window with like a phone at her ear. And I roll down the window and she grabs my hand and she was like, oh my God, oh my God. I saw the whole thing and then I was stuck at the red light and I couldn't get to you. Are you okay? And I was like, oh my God, what an angel. Holy fuck. (laughs) Yes. And she's like, have you called 911? And I was like, no. (laughs) So she's calling 911 and they're like sending ambulances and shit. And she's waiting with me and I was like, where's the guy that hit me? Like, where is he? Like, is he parked over there? And she was like, no, he kept going. I had no idea that he had kept going because, like, I was passed out. But I guess he was driving crazy the entire time, swerving. She didn't know if he was drunk or she said he looked older. So she didn't know if he was, like, having a heart attack or what. But she was like, I absolutely don't even believe that he knows that he hit you. She's like, I don't. But I was literally about to get on the phone and call 911 about his driving anyways. And then all of a sudden there was a red light and she was right behind him and she saw him hit me. Wow. And he hit me right when the light turned red. Thank God, because if he had waited a couple more seconds, he would have just pushed me in oncoming traffic and like the opposite way, actually. And I would have been fucking crunched. So she said she was watching all these cars just go and I'm just stuck with a total car in the middle of the road. And she's just watching me from the red light. She's such a sweetheart. I ended up finding her on Facebook and just told her how much I loved her. But um, he ended up crashing again five miles up the road and they caught him. Turns out, I mean, I want to believe it's true so bad, so I'm not as pissed. But they did not arrest him, said it was due to medical distress because he was previously a stroke victim and that he just blacked out and doesn't remember hitting me. And, you know, I want to believe that. I don't know. I really don't. But car accidents are fucking terrifying. And honestly, after that one, I had such bad PTSD driving. But car accidents are the real shit. And anytime people tell me they got in them, I'm like, are you okay? (laughs) Because I can safely say that that was the only time in my life ever that I was in that I was like, I'm going to fucking die today. And I didn't. So that was chill. (laughs) But yeah, that's my near-death experience. Pretty similar to Emma's. Hit and run. White car. Whoa, shit. I didn't even think about that. Concussion. Thank God you were wearing your seatbelt. Good shit. Shit is good. Shit's great. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for sharing those stories, guys. Thanks, Emma, for sharing yours. You're welcome. Thank you, Bria, for sharing yours. You're welcome. Thank you, Bria, for thanking me. You're welcome, Bria. I didn't thank you, silly (laughs) fuck. I know that this one may not be as exciting, but I was interested to hear people's submissions. I thought those were really good stories. I'm sorry. Really? You're into it? Yeah. Oh, good. I was into it, too. It's just different. Some of these new topics are different, so we're experimenting a little. (laughs) But, okay, so a while ago, someone was like, oh, my God, you have this many seconds when you podcast and you just start asking (laughs) Emma trivia questions. 
<laughs> so we started doing the trivia question thing. But I got this article sent to me from BuzzFeed. It's from a while ago today. And we're going to end the podcast with me asking you these, okay? Questions? So it's 21 bad Disney movie descriptions that will ruin your childhood. I'm going to read you the description and you have to try to guess which Disney movie it is. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Are you ready, babe? Number one. Teenage girl marries man whose profession is charter fishing all her family and friends. Charter fishing? What? Wait, do okay. Want, do you this... want me to read it again? Yes. Teenage girl marries man whose profession is charter fishing all her family and friends. Which Disney movie is that? Little Mermaid. Yes. Yes. Okay, ready? Yeah. Formally vocal... <laughs> <laughs> Formerly vocal, forlorn fish swipes right on high seas tender. Forlorn fish? What the fuck? I don't think I'm going to get this one right off the bat. Formerly vocal, forlorn fish swipes right. No. Formerly vocal, forlorn fish swipes right on high seas tender. No. The Little Mermaid again. What? Come on. Don't fucking give me the same ones again in a row. That's what it is. Give me different ones. Okay. A toy cowboy tries to murder an astronaut for the love and attention of a child. Toy Story. Obvious one. Okay. Country girl has to choose between guy who wants to control her life and guy who wants to keep her hostage. The latter is marginally nicer, but the deciding factor is his library. Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. I just got it like right when you said library. I didn't get it until that either, but it makes sense. Country girl has to choose between a guy who wants to control her life and a guy who wants to keep her hostage. The latter is marginally nicer, but hmm. the deciding factor is his library. That's a good one. This one I didn't get. Let's see if you get it. All right. Parents so scared to explain their child's condition, they literally make the other child forget and separate them for the rest of their childhood with no explanation to the healthy child. Frozen. You got that? Damn! Yes! <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. This sounds psychological. <laughs> Good job, man. Thanks. Okay. A woman sleeps to avoid doing favors for several men. Oh my God, Snow White. <laughs> That's good, right? Yeah, I would do the same thing. <laughs> same. Okay, this one is pretty fucked up, but I love it. When the... <laughs> really? <laughs> when the cats always land on their feet myth was busted. What? When the cats always land on their feet, myth was busted. When the cats always land on their feet, myth was busted. Did you get this one? Yeah. You did? Yeah. I, oh, oh, oh. Think of a cat falling. Aristocats. A cat falling in a Disney movie? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Bruh, it's the Lion King. And <laughs> oh my god. The gif under it is when Mufasa's being thrown into the stampede. It's so fucking horrible. <laughs> when the cats always land on their feet, myth was busted. So sad. Bruh. Ooh, I don't know if you've seen this movie because you make fun of me. Let's see. Horny teenagers take the spotlight away from a girl who has been working in theater her entire life. And it's a Disney movie? It's a Disney Channel original movie. Say it one Actually, more time. Actually, no, it's not a Disney Channel original movie. Um, horny teenagers take the spotlight away from a girl who's been working in theater her entire life. So it has nothing to do with Disney? No, it's a Disney movie. 
what is it high school musical yes good oh, job wow. that was just a wild guess okay this one is a decom a decom is that what you just That's said what a decom oh i i just didn't realize they abbreviated okay continue ass. okay ready an eager and serious lead singer gets gaslit by her work phobic group mate what? I didn't get this one. An eager and serious lead singer gets gaslit by her workphobic groupmate. Gas gets what? Gaslit. Gaslit? I'm sorry, one more time. An eager and serious lead singer gets gaslit by her workphobic groupmates. That's I mean, a movie or like a- It's a decom, yeah. It's a Disney Channel original movie. Honestly, I didn't get this one either. Do you know if I've watched it? I have no idea. Let me tell you. What is it? Cheetah girls, cheetah oh, sisters. No, I, I, yeah, I would not have gotten that one. <laughs> yeah, I was completely lost. Okay, this one's good. Ready? Yeah. Girl does lots of drugs to escape. Oh, Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A captain falls in love with an underage cross-dressing teenager and almost loses China to the Huns. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Mulan. <laughs> Young woman finally gets some rest. Along comes a man to ruin it. Sleeping Beauty? Yes. Oh, okay. Woman cleans all day, still has mice. See, see now, that one I would have said Cinderella, because that makes sense. <laughs> there you go. Oh, it is Cinderella? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. A thief and liar creates false reality to get a girl to fall in love with him, moves into palace with girl and her dad because he's a broke boy. Tangled? No. A thief and liar creates false reality to get a girl to fall in love with him, moves into palace with girl and her dad. Because- Aladdin. Yes, yes. Yes. Aliens invade Hawaii and emotionally manipulate orphans. <laughs> Lilo and Stitch. Yes. A waterbender and island Thor team up to unbreak the world's heart. Moana? Yes. Oh. Yes. I don't know why I didn't get that. I was like, what? Okay. Child trafficking via fairy dust. (laughs) Peter Pan? Yeah. A plucky couple in London and the dogs won't let a fashion designer show her full potential. 101 Dalmatians. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Those are all so good, right? That was really cool. Yeah. Awesome, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And have a fantastic night, weekend, um, day. All right, guys. We will talk to you next week. We are exhausted. This is the first time that we've ever recorded this late. It's three in the fucking morning. We do not stay up this late. So we do apologize if we seem a little well (laughs) because we're drinking crack Circle K coffee trying to stay awake. But we love you guys and we love your feedback. We love all your Snapchats listening to our shit. Keep sharing our page. If your friends don't like them, tell them they suck and make them like it because are you a real supporter if you don't even like our Facebook page by now? Like, really? Have a wonderful evening and Good night, because we are fucking exhausted. Sweet dreams, you little taints. Bye. Bye. Clap, 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 clap the cheeks. Wow, we are in love. Oh my god. <laughs> Pinch Pokeomi Coke, bitch. You said cheeks and I said ass. Okay, I got a joke for you. What? Someone stole my mood ring. I don't know how I feel about that. Oh my god, let's- oh my god.